Good afternoon. This is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan, here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update. Today is Monday, February the 22nd. My mission as your MLA is to serve you, the people, to build unity and trust, to influence legislation and public policy for the greater good, to educate and build capacity for our area, and to promote our people and our area to build a world-class healthcare system and to improve our population health. That is my mission, that is my purpose that I strive to achieve each and every day of the week. Last week in politics, it was a different week than normal for, for me as your MLA. My week was overshadowed by the unexpected loss of my uncle, Wendell Smith. Time with family, visitation and the funeral was my focus last week. He had many business entities, including maple syrup. And I wanted just to highlight and mention today how important the maple syrup industry is right here in Cumberland County. It's big business from small ho hobby uh, maple camps to large production facilities. Maple syrup is one of our prized commodities here in Cumberland County. And my uncle back in his uh, high productivity days was actually one of uh, the largest producers in all of Atlantic Canada, having over 60,000 trees tapped here in Cumberland. Last week, I also traveled to Halifax on Friday for the annual general meeting of our party. Other issues that I worked on last week included, but are not limited to, the Nova Scotia, New Brunswick border restrictions are continuing to cause great hardship on the people in our border community including elderly people that need family supportive care that is being denied. And this is being denied on both sides of the border. We have elderly living in Cumberland North that have families that live only minutes away, but in New Brunswick and are being denied to come and provide supportive care. And we have elderly family members living in New Brunswick, just across the border, that have younger family members living in Cumberland North that want to provide supportive care but are being denied. It is certainly a, a unique challenge that people in the rest of the province uh, for the most part are do not understand the challenges that this Nova Scotia New Brunswick border restrictions are causing. And as a reminder we have no COVID-19 cases in Cumberland County and we have done extremely well and I'm confident we'll continue to as well. These Nova Scotia and New Brunswick border restrictions are also causing hardship by individual medical appointments are being canceled. Many of our family physicians have normal referral patterns to specialists in Moncton and many of these procedures, surgeries and appointments are being canceled to our residents. Again, uniquely being affected compared to the rest of the province. We have workers and students some days continuing to be harassed at the Nova Scotia border, being asked questions that are inappropriate and causing great stress and anxiety. Some people in fact have chosen not to return to work or school simply because they do not want to, to deal with the harassment at the border. That's wrong. We have businesses continuing to lose revenue. We have children and families under extra stress due to these continuation of border restrictions. And we have local border residents being refused access to services 
simply because they or a family member have had to travel into New Brunswick for an essential service. I will continue to address these unique concerns with our province and will continue to fight for our maritime provinces to work more closely. We should be collaborating. We should be putting and placing rules that make sense, that are consistent throughout our three maritime provinces. Each There's really no need in this day and age with technology and sharing of, of information why our three provinces could not agree and have similar border restrictions. Why does each of the three maritime provinces need to be working in isolation from each other and working in silos. So I will continue to call for maritime cooperation in all areas, but especially right now during this global pandemic. Other issues that we worked on last week included emergency health services, EHS, and lack of ambulance availability. And that is certainly a problem in Cumberland North. It has been for over two years and the cries for help by paramedics, the cries for help uh, and frustration by local residents seems to be going um, on deaf ears in, in the province. And certainly I know that my colleagues and I will be making this an issue when we go to the legislature on March the 9th. Also lack of internet, lack of access to internet and cell phone service continues to be a problem and it's a real barrier to economic development in Cumberland North. Also had many calls and emails around the lack of access to vaccine for COVID-19 in our area. This week in politics, my focus is on preparation for the legislative session, which is scheduled to begin on March the 9th. We are the only province in the entire country of Canada that has not had a legislative session for an entire year. So I'm looking forward to participating in the democratic process uh, of our Nova Scotia government and making sure that you have a voice in our Nova Scotia legislature. In preparation for this session, I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to know what is on your mind. What questions do you want me to ask in question period? What would you like our province to focus on changing, improving, removing, and enhancing? Remember, I work for you. Make sure that I know what is on your mind and what is important to you. You can always reach me uh, through many portals. One way is to call my office at 902-661-2288. You can schedule an appointment to see me. I can call you back. You can email me. My email address is elizabeth.smith-mccrossan at novascotia.ca. I also have a website. And the address is www.esmithmacrossonmla.com. Each session of the Legislative Assembly, I have an opportunity to read what's called member statements. These are statements to highlight the important work that is being done by the people of Cumberland North. If you know of a new business that has opened, or if you know of a person or a group that has done great work that should be recognized publicly, or if you know of a special anniversary or an event that should be highlighted, please contact my office and share that information with me and my staff so that I can ensure the member statements that I read in the Nova Scotia Legislature truly highlight and reflect the important work and important people that we have here in Cumberland North. I continue to work with my municipal partners and have a meeting this week with the County Council of Cumberland on Tuesday evening. 
I also have a meeting later in the week and I'll be meeting with uh, other levels of government to discuss the needs and goals for the area of Pugwash. I'll be meeting with the village commissioners, with the local county councilor for the area, as well as our member of parliament. And I believe that together, through collaboration, we can achieve more. Pandemic update. Nova Scotia has currently has 19 active cases of COVID-19 as of Monday morning, with one new case being reported yesterday related to travel in the Eastern zone. And here in Nova Scotia, we have one patient in ICU and no other people in hospital. And in our neighboring province of New Brunswick, there are currently 87 active cases of COVID-19. We're certainly seeing the numbers of COVID-19 coming down in our neighboring province of New Brunswick. I'm so happy to see that, so happy for them. Uh, as of Monday morning, there were four new active cases uh, yesterday in the province of New Brunswick. And they have two persons in hospital and one patient in ICU. Vaccine update for here in Nova Scotia. There are going to be community vaccine clinics being set up across the province and there will be one here in Amherst, Nova Scotia. Back in early January, I shared my concerns with Dr. Strang that Cumberland North is often not receiving equitable services compared to the rest of the province. He assured me that we would receive the same access uh, and good access to vaccines. So I was pleased to see that a COVID-19 clinic is being set up here in Amherst and is scheduled to be set up for March the 22nd. The next phase of the vaccine rollout plan here in Nova Scotia is everyone who is 80 years of age and older uh, will be vaccinated and that will start here in at our Amherst clinic on March 22nd. The public health office is saying that they will be sending out letters to everyone who is 80 and older to schedule an appointment at this clinic. If you have any questions, if you would like information of where to call or where to email to schedule an appointment, if you or someone you know is 80 and older, you can certainly receive that information at my office and the phone number is 902-661-2288. You could also reach out to public health office here in Amherst and that number is 902-667-3319. I would like to send out birthday and anniversary greetings to anyone who is celebrating this week, including today on Monday, Mikhail Manzor and Patty Gilroy are celebrating birthdays on Tuesday. Nancy Vincent McKenzie is celebrating on Wednesday, Mr. Matt Gould, uh, and on Thursday, Cheryl Landry and Debbie McDonald. On Friday, Don Smith, former county councillor, and Carolyn Hollis, one of our veterinarians. On Saturday, Brian Wood and Sherry Cole celebrate birthdays. So anyone else out there celebrating this week, I'm sending you best wishes. I'd also like to send my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one this past week, including the family and friends of Jimmy Wilson, Thomas Iveson, and David Wade Coates. If there's anyone else that has lost a loved one, please uh, contact my office and let me know. I like to be aware of uh, any losses in our community and also I try to send a sympathy card to all family members at times of loss. I would like to thank CFTA 107.9 and Mr. Ron Bickle for providing me with this opportunity to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update. As I close today, I would like to finish off with a few comments about what it is like to be your member of the Legislative Assembly here in Cumberland North. I put my name on the ballot 
to serve the people, to serve you, to represent your needs at the level of the provincial government. I believe the people of Cumberland North need to have a voice in government. I believe we have not always had that voice. Some days it can be a challenge. Some days it's a challenge to have that voice heard, but I want you to know that I am determined, in fact, more determined than ever, to ensure that the voices of the people of Cumberland North are heard. But I need you to work with me. I need you to always communicate to me your concerns. If you're frustrated about a lack of an ambulance being available, if you're frustrated because you don't have a family doctor, if you're frustrated to do something with schools, roads, please call me, please email me, please contact me. My role is to represent you. And often in this job, the only issues that I'm aware of are the ones that people reach out to me for and let me know of the problems that are existing. So it's important that you communicate to me, uh, positive and negative, and make sure that I know what's on your mind. Make sure that I know what's important to you. I represent over 18,000 people. And on any given day, my office and I may hear from 20 to 25 people. But I know there's more of you out there. There's more of you out there that are frustrated with government, whether it's municipal, provincial, or federal. And remember that government is here to serve you. So we need to understand your concerns. We need to understand what is important to you. And on any one given topic, I will often have uh, extremes. I will often have some people that are completely against one policy, and I will have others that are completely in support of it. And it's important for me to hear from both sides. It's important for me to know that there are people that support and don't support certain issues. And from the feedback that I get from you, the people, that is how I am supposed to uh, vote and speak on your behalf in the Nova Scotia legislature and communicate with government. There are times when you will not hear me speak about an issue publicly. There are times where you will not see me post comments on Facebook or in my weekly email chain. The role of the MLA, the member of the Legis Legislative Assembly, is around policy and legislation for governing the province of Nova Scotia. It would be completely inappropriate for an MLA, myself, or any of my colleagues to interfere or to become involved in any situation where the judicial system is involved. Judicial independence is a cornerstone of our Canadian judicial system. And that is why under the Constitution, the judiciary is separate from and independent of the other two branches of government, the executive and the legislature. So the executive is the branch of government where you often, it's often referred to as the cabinet or the council, and then of course the legislature. Judicial independence guarantees that judges will be able to make decisions free of influence and based solely on fact and law. 
I bring this up today because recently I've been criticized publicly for not interfering and becoming involved in specific situations that are going on in our community. And I want to assure each and every one of my constituents that every person that contacts me, every constituent of Cumberland North that contacts me, your conversations with me are private and confidential and would never, never be shared on Facebook or be shared publicly unless, of course, that person chose to do that. And the second point I'd like to make is that I will never get involved with the judicial system. When courts and lawyers are involved, I am not permitted and I am not allowed to interfere or to get involved within that system. We have a judicial system that is separate from the legislative branch. And my role as MLA is to be involved in development and amending legislation and policy for the governance of the province of Nova Scotia. And our legal system, the judicial system with judges and courts and lawyers is separate. And it is important that there is no interference. I hope that helps uh, you to have a better understanding of the role of an MLA and how there are three separate entities, the executive or the council that runs the province, the legislature that amends and develops legislation and policy for the province, and providing an opportunity for people across the province to have their voices heard as each elected MLA, each representative throughout the province is there uh, representing the people that elected them in the Nova Scotia legislature. And then of course, the third area, the judiciary that is separate from the other two branches of government. Thank you again for allowing me to provide this MLA constituency update to you. I hope that you have a great week. Please take care of yourselves and take care of others.